If you want to know anything and everything there is to know about how to sell your house, you're in the right spot, my friend. Welcome to the How to Sell a House podcast. In this episode, we are going to get into one of the most important decisions after you've already decided, made the decision to sell your house. In this episode, we're talking about how to find the perfect real estate agent. There are a ton of different ways to do it. There's some new ways to do it. There's some old ways to do it. There's some tried and trues, and we're going to kind of cover it all. We have about five or six different points to go through. At the end, we're going to go through kind of the biggest One of the biggest things you need to focus on when choosing your real estate agent, all the simple things, you know, that real estate agents do, you're going to want to find out specifically for your needs and what you're trying to accomplish, whether it's just a traditional sale, you're just moving with your family, a probate sale, you're you're selling for a family member who potentially passed away. There are a ton of different ways or a ton of different kind of scenarios while you're selling your house, but this is going to cover a lot of those and They are kind of universal ways to find the perfect real estate agent. One of those top ways of trying to find the perfect real estate agent is asking your friends and family for referrals. Probably one of the best ways to kind of find, easiest ways, let's say easiest ways to find somebody is to ask the people around you that have had personal experiences with a real estate agent. Focus on the real estate agents that have sold houses for your friends and family, not just general purchasing, but also selling. Because you want to kind of get an idea of those folks that have been successful selling your friends and family's homes. When you're starting to collect those names from your friends and family, try to figure out how recently it was too, because some agents aren't that active. They might just sell one or two houses a year. So you kind of want to get an idea if if it's something that they're doing actively um, as their full-time job. That's a big part of it. And then also looking within that your neighborhood. So if you have neighbors that you know sold and recently, getting in touch with them to see who they used, see if they would refer them, if they had a positive experience, and kind of just pick their brain on how it went with their realtor. One thing to to uh, talk about based on what you were talking about, Cassie, is ask the, the friends, family who used an agent what they liked about the service that was provided. The number one reason people have problems uh, in their real estate transactions and or with their agents is communication. So make sure you check and see how they communicated with your friends or family. Yeah. And some people will just throw out, you know, referrals willy nilly because they know somebody or you're still going to want to vet these people. You're still going to want to dig in and kind of, well, make sure that you get along with them, make sure they're communicating, make sure they're timely in their communications. You know, when I send somebody a referral, we, we, have a pretty good list of our referrals for our clients, painters, all that kind of stuff. And over the years, we've worked with a lot of them and only a handful make it to kind of my referral list of people, you know, I'm sending out to my clients. The key too to working with a real estate agent, because you're going to be working with them for quite a while and very closely financial details and all those things. Is it somebody you feel you can trust? So that's probably the number one thing. If if you can't trust the person, then even if they're a nice person and you know they seem to be all the other things, make sure that you feel in your gut, hey, this is somebody I can trust and, and um, tell them what's really going on so they can offer you the best advice based on that. All right. The second way to find the perfect realtor, and as we go through these, you might want to tie in a few of these. You know, It's not just specific one, two, three. You got to choose one way. Kind of tie them all together. But Check online reviews, and there's a few ways to do that. Zillow.com is 
a lot of agents have recommendations from their past clients through there. Obviously, if you're looking for a house too, you've probably been using their search app and stuff. But on there, you can hop on Zillow and actually see past client reviews. And you can see kind of their past sales as well. So right below their reviews, usually they have testimonials and stuff, and then their timeline of homes they've sold in the past. So you get a kind of idea of where they sold houses, kind of what their specialty is or what areas they're they're specializing in. Google My Business is another big one. The thing about the Google My Business is basically it's a business landing page. And so any of the reviews on there could be put up by anybody. You don't have to necessarily be a past client. You could just look up usually the person's name, maybe realtor or you know something like that. And Google My Business will usually bring it to the top of the page. Facebook reviews, I think are a really good one because have the reviews on there, but they also have kind of a timeline of what they're up to, what they're doing. Sometimes a lot of agents might just put solds, pendings, all that kind of stuff, but a lot will also be putting up kind of what they're doing, what they're doing in their lives and stuff. So you're going to get to know them a little bit. Obviously hit their personal website if they have it. Sometimes it's linked right on that Facebook, you know, on their Facebook business site. A lot of people have a Facebook business site, then they have a Facebook uh, personal site. So you could hop back and forth to, you know, maybe ask if you can be friends on their personal site and just kind of get to know them a little bit more. If you're just using Google, type in their name, Realtor City, and most of the times they pop up. In my city, there's a few Chris Erickson's. So, you know, there might be a few pop up, make sure you're getting the right one. One of the ways I think is the one of the best because it's long form content. You're really getting to know them, their personality, what they do, what they know, all that kind of stuff is YouTube. So if you're looking up an agent, they have a YouTube channel, you could scroll through all their old videos. Like we, Cassie and I have a YouTube channel here that we focus on targeting uh, relocation buyers. A lot of the clients that reach out to us relocating already have a connection with kind of who we are, what we're all about. Obviously, the videos we're making are in areas that are specific to kind of areas we're focusing on. Uh, but you really get a good idea of who they are. One other way is maybe hit them up on Instagram, kind of see what they're doing. A little bit more of their personality, hopefully, if it's not just, like I said, solds, pendings, listed. All those pages don't really tell you much. It's kind of more like a billboard. But go follow them on Instagram and say what's up. You know, shoot them a DM, kind of build that relationship beyond just like looking at their website, kind of bring it one step deeper. You know, you should meet with the agent in person. There's a couple different ways to do that. One way is to be like a detective, put on a hat, some glasses, go out to open houses, visit them with different agents, see how they uh, prepare the open house. And this will happen, I promise, where they're open an agent will be sitting there and people come in and they will barely even recognize or talk to them unless they happen to be a buyer that they think they can help or a seller. The other thing is then there, there's another agent that I think is the one you might want to consider is that's prepared and greets every single person that comes in or has help to greet every person that comes in and sees how they can help them. One pro tip would be tell them you're working with an agent and see how their reaction is. One of the hallmarks of a great agent in, in the business is they want to work with other good agents. So if that agent, you tell them you have an agent and they are standoffish or negative towards that, that's going to be tough. You want to have the agent that is a good person and a solid human being to the agent community, to the buying public, to the selling public. Go around, do some detective work, ask them some questions and see how they treat you. 
and, you know, and see how comfortable you are with them. The main thing is, hey, do I think I can trust this person? And can I see myself working with this person? And then maybe meet them for coffee afterwards. So see them in the field, see them on the sidelines, um, you know, talk and shop. Yeah. And I think I think that's a good point. Go in kind of incognito mode and just cruise around the open house. You can see a lot of stuff from that just eavesdropping on other conversations they're having, how they're interacting with other people in that open house. How they present the house is huge. You could look at all their online marketing from that house, how the, their pictures look, how the actually open house looks. Did they clean it up? Does it smell good? Does it, you know, all those little factors that you're, are going to be important when they actually do sell your property. Right. Are there a lot of signs out so you could find it easy, mm-hmm. you know, or, or are they just winging it? You know, I mean, that's, because there's, there's some folks that do that too. A lot of it is really finding somebody that you trust but and that you feel comfortable with and that has a background that fits the kind of real estate you're selling. Next thing we're going to chat about is asking or the que- the right questions to ask that person and kind of the most important questions to ask when you're interviewing or just chatting with a, a possible real estate agent to sell your home. And those are the kind of the most important ones are experience, obviously, but also specifically experience in the area where your home is. So, you know, if they're used to selling homes in, you know, this town, and this is going to be the first one they ever sell in this, you know, that's just something to to think about. So kind of making sure that their experience fits what your goal is and the area that you're going to sell. How it works here in California is you have your California real estate license, you could sell a house anywhere within California. So that doesn't mean I'm an expert in all of California. We have our neighborhoods that we are experts in. And so kind of looking for those pieces of people who are in that area all the time and know what's going on and know the market and kind of know the ins and outs of your specific neighborhood. And then also ask what they'll do to sell your home. Most agents are going to say kind of canned answer of we're going to put on the MLS. We're going to, it's going to go out to thousands of websites. That's all of us, all real estate agents. We are all going to put homes on the MLS. It's going to go out to all those thousands of websites. That's just kind of what happens when we're putting houses on the market, but ask kind of the deeper questions. One of the most important ones, in my opinion, is what they're going to do for photos, video, video or 3d walkthroughs, all that, because as crazy as it sounds, there's still agents that go out with their iPhone and take pictures of the house in every market. And you seeing one of those photos on the MLS, it stands out not in the way you want it to stand out. It looks ridiculous. And so finding an agent that has a good plan for your kind of just photos in general is really, really, really important. If they don't have 100% professional photos, don't use them. Imagine you're, you know, you got the $2 million house and they go crazy in all the great photos and video. Mm -hmm. Why doesn't um, my person that has a $700,000 condo deserve the same treatment. Mm-hmm. So obviously we do that for All you're going to get video, photo, you know, the whole package based on that you're working with us, mm-hmm. not based on the price level that your home happens to be at. Mm-hmm. Because photos are the most important. 89% of people find start searching online. Yeah, if your photos yeah. are bad, it costs you money. And it doesn't matter. I know you mentioned a $2 million house and a $700,000 house. If you're listening to this in anywhere but like not the most expensive places, maybe like a $800,000 
house in like a $200,000 condo or something, you know, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. there's different areas. And so yeah. you kind of want that consistency, no matter what the price point is, no yeah. matter what area you're at. Professional ph- photographs are kind of one of the easiest marketing tools. Once you do blast it out to those thousands mm-hmm. of websites, that's the first thing people are seeing. And look at the the main photo that they pick, the primary photo, because that tells you a big story too. There are, I just saw the other day, a $3 million plus listing and the first photo, so the thumbnail that everybody sees first, was a rock garden and didn't show the house, didn't show views, didn't show land, just the rock garden. That's probably not a good start. Um, that And that's the first thing. You That blast, as soon as we put properties on the MLS, it goes out to all those websites that all the agents will tell you about, but it also goes out to all the buyers that are set up on searches. And if they're scrolling through five or six listings and <laughs> four of them are awesome looking houses or the killer sunset view, and then there's one with the rock garden, that's probably the last one they're going to click on. So you're really kind of just shrinking the people that are getting eyeballs on your property. And that's the opposite of what a real estate agent's job is. We want to get as many views and as many people looking at your house to get it sold. Beyond the pictures, like Cassie mentioned, video is huge right now. You get a lot more eyeballs. Going back to kind of the YouTube thing, you could go to their YouTube channel. A lot of agents are going to put their their videos up there and just kind of see how they're doing it. You know, how they present these homes uh, is going to be huge. As we are in a crazy hot market right now, marketing is still very important to get the most eyeballs because still as a seller, you want the most offers or at least the most eyeballs on your property to get the most potential offers out there to, you know, help with driving up that price point. One of the ways people research is they just pick whoever sold the most homes in their neighborhood. That can be good, but there's, so there's a couple things I would look for in that particular person. Sometimes their main goal is to get the house sold fast and get on to the next one. One way you can tell that, and this is kind of a tricky way is they put the house in escrow and they put a sold sign on it the next day. So if you ever come by one of my particular listings, you won't see a sold sign on it. And sometimes the sellers will say, hey, can we put a sold sign on it? I say, not yet, because I'm still collecting calls and people that come by, because if this person we're in escrow with does not work out, I want to have options for you. Is that okay? But some agents are more interested in, in people in the neighborhood saying, oh, look, they sold it really fast. Or, hey, I sold it for 100K over asking. The market's going to take your house to where it should be. If you do all the things we're talking about, you're going to maximize it. And so part of the part of the game is really to do as much as you possibly can, like Chris said, to Get the most people involved in being interested in your home so you can have maybe it's not the best price that you're interested in. It could just be the best terms. I want to be able to stay in my home for 60 days after we close for free. I want this, you know, different things. And sometimes it's the best price, too. The way I see it or the way we when we're talking to clients, we want to give them the most options that give them the best outcome. So in in, the markets vary in different places and some some folks in a seller's market think, you know, there's different options in agents. There's full service agents and companies. And then there's ones that just put your house on the MLS, more like a for sale by owner, and they just enter your home in the computer. And then there's, you know, they're all the way down to do it yourself. But also within the real estate community, there's different fee structures. So commissions are not static, they're negotiable. But one thing to think about as you're doing this, as with anything, you typically get what you pay for. So if you're selling your 
maybe one of your most expensive assets or most important assets. The most important uh, thing typically is what you net and how the process is to get to that net in your pocket versus the actual fee. And so ask people what their fees are, what you get for that fee. You know, if you don't do this all the time, like I know most sellers don't, when when somebody says, I'll charge X, everybody's not the same. So your your companies are different that offer different things and agents are extremely different. And in a hot market, sometimes it seems less important to have, you know, like uh, I, I heard this the other day, anybody could sell it. You know, I, I could sell the house myself. That is absolutely true. In the current market we're in, anybody could sell it. The question is, do you do it hassle-free with less problems, quicker, and for the most money? That's what most people that we're working with are interested in. Yeah, it's just like anything. There's different levels of service for different real estate agents, different realtors, just like there's different levels. Uh, There's like the discount, just cheap. CPA. And then they have the high level ones. There's different levels of mechanics. There's different levels of every single service out there. I had a real estate investor that I've worked with and they said the most expensive agent and CPA and attorney that they ever had were the cheapest ones Mm -hmm. where they, when they got into the business of investing in real estate, they always went for the least expensive fees. And what they found out over time of doing a number of transactions and working with attorneys that, and CPAs is that doesn't always get you what you want. So make sure you're getting what you pay for is the bottom line and some. I mean, that's really the absolute goal that at the Beach Life we're doing is when everything's said and done, you know that you were really taken care of well and we went above and beyond. One additional way too to find the perfect real estate agent is think back. If you bought your house, let's say seven or 10 years ago and you worked with an agent and maybe They haven't kept up with you, but they were awesome and you had a super good experience. Look their number up again and see if they are still out there because a lot of people asked if they would work with the previous agent they have, you know, bought a house with. A big majority of people say yes. However, a small percentage of real estate agents keep in touch with their clients over an extended amount of time. So, out of sight, out of mind. So just think back. If you had a really good experience with your previous agent, a real easy way is just to reach back out to them and see if they could help you with that. And like Chris teased at the beginning, one of the most important things is do you get along with this person? Because you are going to be working closely together for a long time. And if you don't get along, it's really, really tough. And it just makes the experience that much worse. You really want to make sure that you vibe with them. They get you. You trust them. Like Lauren has mentioned, you just want to have that good connection because it is going to be a working relationship for you know the foreseeable future to get your home sold. So that is by far the biggest one. And it goes both ways too. Your agent is obviously wants to have a good experience with you as well. So if you have that great connection kind of right from the start, it makes the process of selling your house that much easier. Real quick before we let you go, here's a few things not to do. Don't go online and fill out random forms on any sites, unless it's the person you're trying to work with, you've already researched them. Because most likely any of these online sites, basically they blast out you know, you put your information in, they're going to blast it out to either their own agents or agents around. You don't know who you're going to be working with. It's going to be a random person. You're just going to be at the will of 
the company who you just filled out that form for. So a lot of sites try to get you to fill out selling your home and then you've put in your address and then from there they kind of take it and spread it out to their network. But once again, who knows who you're going to get at that point. It could be somebody great. There's there's great agents everywhere, but you're you're kind of it's out of your control. Not out of your control who you end up picking, but out of your control who's going to be calling you at that point and reaching out to you. Yeah. I mean the challenges on that is like have you ever tried to buy a car and you call the car place and you ask specific questions about the car and you're actually just talking to a call center somewhere and they don't actually know anything about that particular car. I had that experience a while ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you, you're not even at the place, are you? <laughs> um, that happens a lot in real estate, by the yeah. way. You yeah. put out your info on a site and it gets sent to three agents at the same time. One's in San Bernardino, one's in San Diego, and the other's in um, you know, somewhere else. And they, whoever gets to your first calls. So be purposeful about who you're selecting to hand your info off to. They're sly with that. You could be on real... T- well, I won't say the names. You could be on certain sites and think you're like on one of our listings or something else and think you're filling out information to get to the listing agent of that listing. And most times you're getting somebody that doesn't actually know that listing. So that is how to find the perfect real estate agent. Definitely look for those referrals. Check online, do your vetting to see if those referrals are good. Interview or meet up with your options for real estate agents, ask the questions that are important to you when selling your house. And then just make sure you get that vibe, that good vibe feeling when you're around this person that you're going to be working with for the foreseeable future. Thanks for tuning in and listening. I'm Cassidy Lewis. I'm Chris Erickson. And Lauren Sanders. We are all part of the Beach Life Group and Compass. Catch you next time.